Welcome to On Brand and Off Topic with your hosts, Aaron Ellis. Imagine meeting the love of your life and finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter. Jimmy Christensen. Hey, man. I look at the internet. And Todd Varney. For as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either. It's time to start the sh- Wait, what are we? what are we doing here? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a back-to-back week of On Brand and Off Topic. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Alice. With me, as always, is Todd Varney, and you guys are not going to believe this. <laughs> Jimmy couldn't be there. <laughs> Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. Really shocking. R.I.P. Um, to his coach's grandma. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Wish we could be at the gym vigil tonight, but sorry. Um, with us joining us, a recurring guest, Matt Pickett. How am, I the, am I the first two-time guest if you don't count Ebo being on for like two minutes? Oh, I think when, I'm... <laughs> when Jen had to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah I think so. Sure. I think so. I, think I meant so. to consult the spreadsheets before I got on and just yeah. uh, forgot to do that, but pretty sure. Yeah. And I would an also honor. like to point out that this is the first ever show that we've done in front of a live audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one of our patrons, Jay, hanging out in the back room here at the studio, mm-hmm. uh, keeping an eye on things. So, yeah. Aaron, why don't you tell other people how they can have that experience as well? You can join us behind the scenes um, for pre-show and post-show show shenanigans. Um here become a patron patreon.com slash ombre and off topic you're getting it gets wild it gets wild for show you're getting better it does very wild although today was pretty tame i feel like it's gotten wilder before kind of depends on everybody's mood (laughs) like last week was just a weird week in general because todd and i were tired and i was like actually sick i did not know that i had covid on monday um, but I wasn't feeling well, and I was like, whatever, we're feeling a little weird, so it got a little weird. You're so. both probably still recovering from having seen me in real life. Right. It just was... a couple days before that. So. That, right. too. that too. I had yeah. been, uh, I was low on oxygen because I'd been in my car sniffing my front seat where you sat uh, <laughs> all afternoon. I didn't know where that sentence was going. <laughs> I wasn't exactly sure either when I started it. Uh, I'm glad it ended where it did, though. Right. Yeah. I slept in my motel bathroom that you had peed in twice. So oh. I totally get it, man. Slept yeah. right, right in there. And I, I do apologize. I, you did ask me not to flush out of habit. I, I did. So I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Too. Thank you for joining us. That's it for today. Where's the outro? <laughs> so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time, Aaron, this time I won't show off my third nipple during the recording of the show. I forgot so about that. Let's, I'll keep it, <laughs> keep it in the well, shirt. And- and I was reading through our past conversations in our group chat between the three of us. And um, I completely forgot. Well, we kind of brought it up, but um, like recently, but um, we cut out a big part of the episode mm-hmm. last time. And it was probably the best moment, but Todd told me to edit it out. And then later I found out that he's like, you could have left it in was when we played a game of like, if you had a pause rewind or fast forward button what would you do and matt and i both said something stupid and todd you said so i think you said you wanted to rewind so you could spend another day with your dad (laughs) (laughs) 
and we were just both stunned in silence <laughs> and then you just started laughing uh i would um <laughs> but i saw that when i when i put that group message together this morning uh and i saw that there was previous conversation above it i opted not to read it i was like there no nothing good comes in the past so we're just there there can't Except be anything for the times with your dad well <laughs> And even though it's kind of hit or miss, but <laughs> anyways, let's <laughs> let's strum along to where do we start? That was coming along. That was sorry. Rough. I don't I don't know what to say. I'm running out of verbs. I need a thesaurus. Um, NFL week eleven. Um, I can't believe we're already in almost into week twelve. Mm-hmm. Um. The Packers fucking suck. So Do they? I, is it, can, is yes. there a way to know? I it's impossible not. to know. No, it's not. They're not good. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I think they're bad. They might be bad, or they might be really unlucky. They might have just the worst timing. They might have a schedule against opponents that are secretly good. It's a weird year. Here's the thing. We had about two weeks after they lost to the Jets that we were able to say, that might not be a bad loss. Mm-hmm. That's a bad loss. Uh, <laughs> we had a few weeks after the loss to the Giants. I think they're starting to kind of show up that they're not who they looked like they were against us. Uh, but they are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that I had that button. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. That's awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. Uh, the commanders, uh, they weren't in full Taylor Heineke mode yet at that point in time uh Mm -hmm. so i don't know that that's even a a, like legitimate good loss at this point so Mm -hmm. i i'm just not seeing life out of this team well that's a good point which is where it's at nobody nobody really looks that fired up nobody's really like jumping on the accountability wagon or anything like that it's just you get the same just monotone pressers every week from Matt and Aaron, just, uh, you know, some things we got to look at going forward and, you know, we got to adjust this. We'll figure it out. No, no, I don't think you will. You're not good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, and like, it's, it's like, it feels week to week. Like it's the same problems over and over again, Mm -hmm. but then it also feels like every week is different. It's hard to explain. It's like a fever dream every week. It's like I feel like we've seen this before, but also it's different. But it, it it's just the same flat team. But then they and then they struggle with the same issues. But it just seems like the issues are different. I don't know how to describe it. I, I feel it's like there's like kind of three threads going at the same time, and one of them is like low energy. One of them is like bad mm-hmm. coaching. One is like there was a thing they did badly this week, and then they fix it for next week. And it's like hey, they fixed the thing, but the two underlying things are still happening. And so that's that's the frustrating right. part for sure. And maybe that does mean that they're not good. Maybe that's because like it looks like maybe they're good because they fix the things and they do better the next game and on, on that particular thing. But but what is going on? I feel is like the only thing they've that they've fixed all year though is like giving Aaron Jones the ball more like that. That's the only thing that they kept saying early in the year. Like, yeah, we've got to get better at that. And then they weren't, they finally did. And it literally only got fixed like two weeks ago. 
like yeah. the last two games. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and so they finally got around to fixing that, but nothing else. Like when they keep talking about, well, we can't just be in man coverage all the time because, you know, then they'll know. And, and so we've got to put some zone in there. And it's like, they would be better off running man all the time or, or like 90% of the time. And then just mm-hmm. 10% of the time taking all 11 guys off the field, because that's essentially what's happening when they run zone. <laughs> right like they're they can't run zone defense nobody understands what they're doing well and it's crazy though because i still feel like the defense has made more adjustments than the offense Mm -hmm. yep which is insane but the problem is is the defense they'll they'll make like two adjustments and then they'll like only do it for like 30 percent of the game and so they're still in that soft zone but sometimes like they like eventually Joe Barry started blitzing um, in the secondary players and they started blitzing Quay Walker, but it took forever for that to happen. And then it happened like twice. So Mm -hmm. it's like, like there is at least some change there. The offense, I think they've made some adjustments, but nothing is working. The defense is actually like, you're like, Oh shit. Like Quay Walker is in the backfield. Like that they're blitzing him. Like that's great. Cause he's one of the fastest guys on the defense. And then it's like, like at least they're having success. The offense, they might be trying to fix shit, but nothing is changing. It looks like the same shit every week. It's it's almost like Rodgers knows it's his last year here. Spent the last two years like working within Matt's system. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna acquiesce some of these issues where I'm gonna come your way. And now it's like I'm a senior. This is my last my last go of it. I'm gonna do this shit my way. And it's just not working at all. It. Sorry, I laughed because you said I'm gonna come, and then you switched your <laughs> sentence, so it was like I'm gonna come, and then there was a pause. <laughs> that was actually a thought on its own. Uh, I'll, I'll be right back. I gotta go grab a towel or something. To this up. Um. Yeah, and th- that. Got Todd, get a towel later. We're recording a show, man. I'm afraid I just blew myself. (laughs) Just kidding. You guys know I keep a rag close all the time, just in case. You just keep one in, like, your underpants. It's all the time. Just, like, wrapped around your dick. No, I just have them laying around. You never know when you might have an emission. (laughs) I hate you for using that fucking word. Like, just, <laughs> just got this vision of like a blowhole. <laughs> That's what he calls it. Have it's you seen hole. a dick before? <laughs> no, but like, but like how it like poofs out like smoke or something. <laughs> like a mission, I think of like air. <laughs> I just got this. I got a. That's why I said it was a horrible image. <laughs> So how about those Chiefs, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, the NFL. Yeah, the Chiefs are pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, they have a ton of injuries and still beat the Chargers, who also looked pretty looked pretty good last night. Yeah, it was an impressive game. I mean, I thought the Chargers had it, but it, Mahomes, man, he threw some insane passes last night. So he might be good, huh? Yeah, I think so. All right. Um. Bold take. I think he's going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. He might already be better than Aaron Rodgers was. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, or at least yeah. assuming he ke- keeps this consistency up, but like some of the throws that he made, I feel like I've actually never seen anybody throw like that. The way he moves in the pocket and is able to get the ball out, like every week, it's just it my jaw drops. And I don't feel like it was that like Rogers did that every once in a while, but not this regularly. But maybe that's good because Rogers didn't have a collapsing pocket that he had to run around, but um, the way that Mahomes is able to extend plays just feels like I've never seen anybody. Maybe it's just recency bias, and I forget all that Rodgers used to do, but I think he might be better. You probably know more about football now than you did then, which probably mm-hmm. colors it a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, Mahomes is like, he's a lot of fun to watch, but I find myself rooting against him because he's so good, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Do, do you find yourself doing that? I find myself rooting against him because of his fucking wife and his fucking brother. I was just going to say, if, if you think he might be better than Aaron Rodgers, imagine how much better he would be if he stopped talking to his fucking Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> these cats are annoying. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, pretty rough. Although I ha- his brother has not been in the news, knock on wood, in quite a while. I don't yeah. think I've heard yeah. about him at all this season. How do you um, think that intervention went in the offseason? <laughs> Hey brother, um, could you please um, stop, please? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I'm here. I for I'm a second here. I thought Pat Mahomes was in the studio. Holy shit, man. <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, I sent him the link before the show. I wasn't sure if he was going to stop by. <laughs> um, the Raiders and the Broncos. What a fucking horrible game that was. Yes. Did either of you watch it? I saw part of it. Uh, yeah, I had red zone on yesterday while I was putting up my Christmas tree. Um, oh. and it's a wholesome. I watched uh, Devante get an awful uh, penalty for not having a penalty called against him. He like he took a shot and they the flag came out late and the announcers were like, oh, yeah, illegal hit there on Devante. No, it was on Devante for yelling at the ref for not throwing a flag. <laughs> <laughs> and then he caught the walk off and told his old coach goodbye. It, yeah, um, the Bronco, like, I, it really was a mid off. Like, it, it was <laughs> the most average teams, the worst. Because they're not even the worst teams in the league, but they're pretty right. close. Yeah. They're the most lackluster teams right now. Both offenses have been struggling despite being loaded. Like, it's insane that both of these offenses are so bad. The Raiders' defense has been underperforming. Um, the Broncos' defense has been one of the best in the NFL. Um, it's just – it's it was very lackluster. Um, on the other hand, the Cowboys – Woof. Far so from good. it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely spanked the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the worst loss that's ever happened at a Viking, like, at, I don't know, to the Vikings on their home field, I think, is the stat. Oh, wow. Um, and I it was that. the largest, um, I don't know, win in of the season so far by any mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah, that was pretty nice to see. Did you guys know that the vikings point differential on the season is negative two yeah yeah that's amazing because of that game <laughs> yeah. i mean it wasn't great beforehand um, yeah but yeah that's that's not good 
That's yeah. no, the opposite <laughs> of what teams try to do. <clears throat> Surprisingly, Tampa Bay is not that much farther ahead of them. They're uh, the smallest point differential for another first place team. They're only at positive three. What are the Packers at? <laughs> uh, negative 41. Oh, okay, okay, we're bad. You're right. You know, which, yeah. which is, okay, we're bad. <laughs> which is third worst in the NFC. Uh, the, the Panthers are at negative 49, and the Rams are at negative 59. Jesus Christ. Uh, the Texans are at negative 71. Oh, well, there's that. The Steelers, holy shit, the Steelers are at negative 74. That's surprising. That's really that's well, the they... worst in the league. Uh, and then the only other team in the AFC uh, that's worse than the Packers is the Colts at negative forty-seven. Jesus, that is not good company. The <laughs> the AFC East has no team in the negative, and the oh. AFC or the NFC East has one team. The Commanders are negative nine. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Packers suck. Um, the Lions beat the Giants. Good for them, you know. Yeah, right. Jamal had a day. Yes, right. And I love to he's, see that. He's had a. He's having a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he is. what twelve touchdowns? I think twelve or thirteen. Yep. Um, yep. and what's been just really lovely to see is I feel like every team that's beat the Packers came in, maybe not very good, but they like went on to win like two or three in a row. So the lions are no different. <laughs> they won three in a row now, I think. Cause they beat the bears and then they won this what past week and they beat the Packers. Right. That, <clears throat> hold so. on. Hold on. Yeah. That's three. Thanks. Good job. Todd. Thanks. Yep. Man. Yep. <laughs> Um, Todd, you know, I, had to, I had to Google the name of this TV show. Do you know that you look like you're straight off of the cast of The Deadliest Catch today? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Yes, actually, yes. Do you, do you know? Do you know? I have worn a tie dye shirt and a flannel hoodie. And a Carhartt stocking hat for like eighty five percent of our recordings, and today's the day that you're like it's the color on. of it's the color of the stocking for me, like that's what it is of, of your Carhartt stocking. Now you look like a hipster. Or Why would you hide that beautiful hair under a hat, Todd? Yeah, I know. Oh, these old things because I haven't <laughs> yeah. washed them in like six days. Oh, hot. Also, it's cold in here. <laughs> Um, the Jets and the Pats, what a weird ass game. Um, the Jets only scored three points and they were tied up until like the last minute right, for maybe right, 30 right. seconds because the Pats were trying to kick off for a touchdown. So that was wild. Super punt. I believe it was a punt. Punt. What did I say? And it was the kickoff? first punt yeah. return of the season for a touchdown, I believe. Yeah. And there was a kickoff return for a touchdown yesterday too. Cordell Patterson. Mm-hmm. Cordell mm-hmm. Patterson. No. Fuck. Sorry, Matt. That's all right. <laughs> you just laying the groundwork. Just the exposition. We'll talk more about that. <laughs> I was like, I think I remember seeing that on our agenda. So sorry. Um, but Jimmy's um, here in spirit. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> he always is. Um, and what was very interesting is the Eagles and the Ravens did win, but neither of them hit twenty points. Against 
two bad teams, the Colts and the Panthers. Um, it seemed like a weird week. Although I feel like we've said that almost every fucking week. It's like you think you know what's going on in the NFL, and then the, the script is completely flipped the next week. Yeah. Weird year. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Thanks. It's funny listening to like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like national pundits. It's funny because it's like they're like Nate Tice, um, Mina Kimes, even to a degree, you know, I feel like they, they're struggling to find the narrative and like it, mm-hmm. it disturbs them. And I get that. Cause like they, that's their job is to find narratives and like talk about them. Um, patterns. Yeah. And like, there's, it's random. It's weird. It's a strange year. The teams they thought would be good have been terrible. Random teams have been like really good. So yeah, it's, the theme of the year is what the hell. Right, which is why it sucks as Packers fans to watch a Packers team that has so much potential mm-hmm. in a year where they could be doing so much better. Yes. And I'm sure Bucks fans are feeling the same way, but I think the Bucks have more hope than the Packers do at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a little more skill and a little more consistency on their offense that they can make a run, but it's just, it's been wild. Very, very wild. How wild is it? wilder than the fishing boat that you came walked off of when you joined the show that you came on and then walked off of (laughs) it's happened (laughs) cover your (laughs) blowhole and there's the title of the show Already, we can just wrap this up now. <laughs> Speaking of blowholes, <laughs> load boost is a supplement for men's sexual health that, among other things, increases semen volume, orgasm intensity, and ejaculation power. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, Matt, wow, watch, jump on paragraph yeah. two there. <laughs> Aside from helping you shoot ridiculous porn star loads, load boost performance notes a premium blend of active ingredients. Pioneer. Not that easy, is it? No, it's not. Saw palmetto, zinc, and other supporting nutrients is formulated to improve prostate health and function. You can try Load Boost today risk-free by going to loadboost.com and using promo code OFFTOPIC to get 10% off your first order. Hurrah. (laughs) Now we can end the show. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Everything's finished. Um, Even Todd. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move into weird moments in history so um have you guys ever heard of pope stephen the sixth no no good 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 um well his story is kind of like on the surface it sounds a little silly but it kind of makes a little bit of sense silly goose So in the ninth century, the Pope had the power to crown the Holy Roman Emperor. This meant that Popes were involved with political intrigue, and many of them didn't live long after assuming office. Sounds like a really fun job. Mm -hmm. Um, Stephen VI's predecessor, Formosus, reluctantly crowned the Duke of Spoleto as the Holy Roman Emperor and later crowned the Duke's son, Lambert. In 896... Formosus reversed course and crowned one of his allies, King Arnulf of the East Franks. Shortly after becoming emperor, Ar- Arnulf became paralyzed and returned to his native oh, Germany. Can we get a spelling on that guy's name? Arnulf. A-R-N-U-L-F. Oh, yeah. No, that's exactly what I thought okay. it was, for sure. I've heard that a lot of times. It's a very yeah. common name that I've... Common name, yeah. 
I went to school with an Arnolf. I my middle my middle name is Arnolf. Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, Alice is pronounced Arnolf. Is the thing. I just got a fucking stutter. I'm sorry. <laughs> Arnolf became paralyzed and returned to his native Germany, and Formosus himself perished. When Stephen the Sixth took the papacy, the crowning was still in dispute. So Stephen had closer ties to Lambert and wanted to reinstate his ally. And the cadaver synod was a means to delegitimize Formosus and all his decisions as Pope. So what that means is Stephen ordered Formosus's nine-month-old corpse to be clothed and brought to the courtroom. Oh, wow. And he appointed a deacon to speak on the departed's behalf. <laughs> During the sham trial, Stephen accused the cadaver of everything from perjury to violating canonical law. Did he have to like move the things like jaw to what he's speaking for it? <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure. There is a there is an artist drawing, and I will <laughs> share my screen in a second. What was left of Formosus was found guilty and thrown into the Tiber River. <laughs> Tiber River, Tiber River. Tiber but the River. trial itself was so controversial that Stephen's reign only lasted a few more months until he was stripped of his papal and executed. So a cadaver <laughs> went this on weekend trial. at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody dies. It's really very, very happy. So I will share my screen so I can show you um, what this looks like. But it, yeah, so uh, this cadaver went on trial. So there he is. Oh, nice. Artist rendering. Yeah. I was hoping it was just going to be like a drawing of Ooh. a face with X's over the eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I can't. I think we can all agree that papal is a funny word. There we go. Yeah. Papal, papal. People? I don't know if you know what I said. Yeah, but that was, I thought, pretty exciting. Um, I wonder if you can still do that. Like, if you feel like suing just, like, a dead body, can you, like, make this happen? <laughs> only in the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> only only place you can do that. That's not fair. I know. Um, yeah, I would just be, like, curious who he would ask to, like, be the person that is, like, speaking for the cadaver. Like, I who want the that fuck job. is... Like... <laughs> We appoint Todd so to speak for this dead back <laughs> over here. You would just gaslight the fuck oh, out of this. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And like, because then you can, you're like doing it through someone else. You're like, I don't know. I'm just, it's just what I'm being told, man. Yeah. Just the vessel, just the yeah. conduit. Am I under oath yeah. or is the body under oath? <laughs> don't shoot the messenger, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's my weird moment in world history. Solid. So, yeah. You can sue dead bodies now. Well, always that, good, I guess. A, th a thousand years ago, you could sue right. dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reinstate. Not the worst use of the judicial system, to be honest. Yeah. Um. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Dick of the Week. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. So uh, Paul Allen, who we know sucks, um, works for a team that sucks. And uh, he mm -hmm. was upset 
at the the Cowboys Vikings game because the Cowboys were doing a mocking like school chant and wanted to tr- was trying to tell them to like you know have some class. This guy has no class. This organization has no class. So that guy, that guy sucks. He's my dick of the week. Not a fan. Yeah, I, it surprised me how like I think this is the first time Paul Allen's been on the dick of the week. That's amazing. Right. Well, I suppose you just started doing it fairly recently. So oh, yeah, he's but been, even I don't remember him being like it up until like offensive. a week ago. Yeah, I don't remember him being an offensive player a lot mm-hmm. last year. Uh, I know he was he made the the drunk tweet quite a few times on Lombardi's bar. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah he really is like a fucking dweeb. Yeah, yes, a dweeb, a dweeb, and a, a dick dweeb, a dweeb dick. <laughs> I like dick dweeb better. He, he's like he's like the dick uh, of a dweeb, like the penis of mm-hmm. an actual dweeb. So a dweeb's dick. Yeah, a dweeb's dick. Thank He's you. a real dweeb's dick, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> New phrase. <laughs> All dweeb's dick, Alan. <laughs> History was just made, folks. That's one on his fucking tombstone. If I got to carve it on there, my goddamn self. Just imagine you showing up to the funeral. Everyone's like weeping, and then you have like this little chisel. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll be done in a second. Um, I'll jump in next. Uh, I took the obvious one. Roger Goodell robbing us of a phenomenal snow game. I know there was a lot that went into it besides just, you know, watching a couple of teams play football in the snow. But fuck you, Roger. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was really would have been the one time the NFL actually gives a shit about safety. And you're mad about it. How how could you possibly say that, Todd? (laughs) And you're upset. So pissed off. (laughs) Um, my dick of the week, I'm going with Kelly Rowland. Um, on the at the AMAs last night. Um, Chris Brown won an award and a lot of people were booing. And she was like, No, no, no. And she she like basically defended him and then also like went on to be like, You're amazing, blah 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 blah. And it's just like can we stop giving this fucking dude clout? Like how Seriously. many women does he have to fucking beat until he like gets like, I don't know, out of any sort of notoriety position. Like fuck off. Like, how about out of this planet? Right. Rocket. Just right. Send him to Uranus. Ew. <laughs> Nothing. Look, here's the thing. Send Nothing him out beats... of your blowhole into Uranus. <laughs> Nothing beats a beautiful woman with a great singing voice besides Chris Brown. <laughs> as one of my one of my all-time favorites yeah it's just like in the middle of like rihanna's like return to music it's like i'd rather listen to her instead of the man that beat the shit out of her like Mm -hmm. can we move on from this so all right offensive and defensive players of the week start with offense who would like to go first Matt, why don't you take it? it? Yeah, take it again. Completely nobody (laughs) will see this one coming. Speaking of Cordell Patterson, (laughs) (laughs) though he's he's never been a Packer, he's one of those Cordell Patterson holics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Todd got a point from a guy who's not scoring this episode. Oh, well. It's a a ghost point for you, Todd. Um, Yeah, no, Cordell Patterson Patterson has long been one of my favorite players because he's just really fun to watch. Uh, just a really exciting player. I mean, he doesn't do a lot most of the time, but when he does stuff, when he hits, it's so cool. 
So it was his, I want to say it's his ninth um, punt return for a touchdown. Or I'm not sure if it was a kickoff or a punt, what it was exactly. Kick but off. it was a kickoff. Yeah. I mean, that's just so cool to see. And the fact that he's done it nine times is amazing. So um, I don't know if that's like you put somebody in the Hall of Fame for something like that, but that's impressive and it's fun to watch. And just I watched that um that highlight probably three or four times today because it just it made me smile. So um, props to Cordero Patterson. That was fun. It must be so nice having a competent return person. Like I remember going back to when I was a kid and Desmond Howard, hmm. the year that they went to the Super Bowl, like it was amazing just watching that dude. Like oh, I'm just going to score here real quick. Um, When I was a kid and they went to the Super, Super Bowl 31, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't realize I was like, <laughs> I, I saw that face and I was like, that, what did I, did I, I say something I wrong? I like, trying to do the math and I was like, <laughs> Um, yeah, I was just, yeah, whatever. Sorry, just mm-hmm. my brain's not working. I'm still recovering from COVID, so you you really got to stop blaming that because if you're going to keep using it, then Jimmy's going to start using it again. <laughs> <laughs> and he hasn't had He's COVID had in like, like six, yeah, six, six months. He'd be like, ah, it's COVID brain. <laughs> no, Jimmy, it's just who you are as a person. <laughs> Jesus. No, he's Jimmy. Not You've Jesus. been so nice to him this week on Twitter. I don't understand why. I've been. Is Jimmy dying? Is that why he's not here? He's like dying, and you're just being nice to him, like giving him all of his last wishes. I, I've lost a significant number of followers since I've been being nice to Jimmy on Twitter. <laughs> why are you being nice to him on Twitter? I'm a nice guy, and I like Jimmy. That's he's, he's a good horseshit. It was Jimmy's Make a Wish Foundation thing. Todd, Todd <laughs> say nice dying. things on Twitter. <laughs> this is Does a person question. have to have a reason to say nice things about their friend? Um, you, yeah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I say nice things about nothing. my friends constantly, but <laughs> nothing from you is genuine, Todd. There's always a price. <laughs> <laughs> It could it could be that the bit that Todd's doing isn't a bit at all. He's just being sincere. <laughs> or maybe because he knows that Jimmy's like, why is he doing this? And so now it's just eating him alive. It's keeping him awake at night. It's just okay. So I can say him. this because I know that Jimmy's not going to listen to he this. He's not going right, to listen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will say, by me tweeting both days that I tweeted nice things about him, the fewest number of text messages I've ever received from Jimmy in a day. <laughs> Like, if if you, I don't know if that's like if he's trying to like turn me into like Pavlov's dog of like, hey, <laughs> if I if Todd tweets something nice about Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't text Todd, so Todd just keeps tweeting nice things about Jimmy. It's got to, I don't know, I don't think right. he's that smart though, so that can't be it. Yeah, <laughs> he just is addicted to your abusive, toxic relationship. He just can't get enough. <laughs> That's probably true. He yeah, probably that's... is into the. He maybe he's into masochism. No judging. No kink shaming. Shaming. Right. Yeah. You're damn right. Never. Um, I'll go next with my offensive player of the week. Um, I'm gonna go with offensive. Um, for FIFA, for um, as there's a lot going on in the last like week or so. Um, yesterday there was, or I think it was like overnight. Um, on Saturday there was a shooting. Um, at a club um, in Colorado Springs and um, killed five people. 
Um, and it was targeting a gay nightclub. So LGBTQ community was under attack, which is really sad. And um, the the World Cup is being played in, is it Qatar? Qatar? I don't Cutter. Cutter. Yeah. Thank you. You wouldn't guess that. It's Cutter. No, no. That's, and that's I don't know if I've Italy. ever heard anybody actually say it. I'm mm -hmm. also a fucking idiot. So there you go. <laughs> Um, but, but I don't even care that I'm disrespecting their country because they um, have made it illegal to be in any sort of homosexual relationship, um, including they don't care that jail. you're disrespecting their country either because you're a woman and your opinion. Doesn't <laughs> that's true. <laughs> They're not going to listen. Nope. <laughs> they won't be listening. And um, that's where the World Cup's being played. And um, a lot of teams um, wanted to wear armbands that had um, kind of um, rainbow colored stripes along with some others that represented um one love which um includes kind of fighting discrimination for origin like their origin their color their gender identity and sexual orientation and fifa was like you can't do that and well i kind of get it because it, they will get knocked off points for not having the right kit um it still is just like fucking sucks that they can't make a statement in a huge country where this is a problem that's been under display especially on a weekend after um homosexuals in america were just targeted um in a shooting so um just kind of annoyed by that so it's offensive that. no it's it offensive it's like you yeah said. yeah yep god so i'm gonna go uh, a lot less serious with mine <laughs> And go with Sorry. Zach Wilson. I just like dampered the party. <laughs> Aaron made it real in here. So yeah. Zach Wilson didn't throw any interceptions. He had an awful fucking game, though. Mm -hmm. They had less than three inches or averaged less than three inches per play in the Zach second Wilson half. Has less than three inches. Um, which, to be fair, like three inches is, I've heard some people say it's too much. Um, but not when you're talking about like average uh, distance gained per play. Afterwards, he was asked if he felt like he let the defense down. And he, nope. Nope, not at all. Uh, <laughs> blame the wind, which it was windy, uh, confirmed. But Sounds like there's a lot of hot air getting blown around, too. Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, oh, still right out of the blowhole. <laughs> as a quarterback, you just take that one. I did. I let my defense down. They yeah. only gave up three mm -hmm. points, and we, we couldn't do anything. And then right. you move on. And instead, now... The easiest question to look like a good person. Yes. Yeah. Like, that is a, that is a layup. And um, clearly of created enough question. of enough of an issue in the locker room that not just based on play, uh, I would assume that that answer had a lot to do with it because Robert Sala came out today and said, we can't really confirm that Zach Wilson's going to be our starting quarterback moving forward this season. Yeah. Um, and I want to, I'm going to hop on yours and I'm going to go to my defensive player of the week, um, which is the, some Jets defensive players. And yeah. um, we can discuss this in, um together but the um sauce gardener and jonathan franklin myers say they accidentally liked tweets dissing zach wilson um <laughs> whoops and um i hate when i accidentally like hot chicks pictures from like six months ago the best one is sauce gardener um 
because he, um, Jordan Lewis, um, tweeted, you don't owe your defense and then tag Zach Wilson. And it's whatever it's, it's dissing Zach Wilson. We don't have to go into it. And I want to take up too much time, but, um, Oh, sauce. He has deleted these tweets because they're no longer showing up in this article that I had <laughs> found. So, so he has deleted them. And, um, but he said, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to like this tweet. I only found out because y'all started tagging me. We gonna be straight. So he was trying to say like, Oh, I didn't mean to like it. He quote tweeted and he's like, I didn't mean to like it. Um, which is always a really good sign that it's an accident, but whatever might've been an accident, but he doubled down later. And he said, if I liked it purposely, I just wouldn't have said anything. I always mistakenly like tweets on here, but y'all made sure y'all caught this one. Y'all toxic on here with the crying eye emojis. And if you're arguing something and you use the crying laughing emojis, you're fucking toast. Like you are bluffing so fucking hard. You're trying so hard. You're like, we're all laughing here. And yeah. Also, and... I, I know Sauce is a young guy. He's a rookie in the mm-hmm. league. Um, but it, is he just now finding out that Twitter's toxic? <laughs> like, Surprise. Y'all are toxic on here. Yeah, no shit. It's the whole premise of the fucking site. <laughs> right. right. Your likes are public so people can drag you for them. Um, and Jonathan Franklin Myers said, I, I didn't mean to like that tweet. Like that. There's no way that, that was an accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the Jets put up three points. Like there's no way that they didn't mean like, why are we even looking at that tweet then? If it was dissing Zach Wilson, like you were trying to dunk on them. I mean, I'm Which sure I, I get it after like what you said, what Zach Wilson said. I'm sure his mentions are a lot busier than mine. Uh, but I just am picturing Zach Wilson sitting there and getting a notification that says Sauce Gardner liked a tweet you were mentioned in. <laughs> and he opens it up to see what it is and is like, Sauce, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> he's just like, I don't owe you anything. So can I tell my uh, my Sauce Gardner story? <clears throat> yeah. No. So I work at the University of Cincinnati, right? And uh, mm-hmm. that's where Sauce went. And so I was actually there for his orientation day. And we're calling out the names of the students, you know, so they know which advisor to go with. And uh, we get to uh, Ahmad Gardner. And he just he just uh, shouts from the back of the auditorium, the name's Sauce. We're like, what? Like, <laughs> who's this motherfucker? Um, he had already <laughs> changed his name in the student information system. So he was officially known as Sauce Gardner by that point by the university. <clears throat> we had him as Ahmad just from like the um, orientation server. So like a different, you know, a database, a database basically. But uh yeah, that guy, he had swagger from the first second he stepped on camp- on campus. Um, <laughs> funny guy. Wow. I didn't I, realize his name went back that far. I think it goes back to, yeah, I mean, like when he's growing up, I think it's long-time nickname from what I understand. Do you think he gave it to himself? Oh, definitely. <laughs> He just like ate like applesauce every fucking day for like that's all he ate, hoping someone would just pick it up. <laughs> like George Costanza, how he's like, oh, I'm I'm ordering a T-bone steak, and then they called his friend T-bone instead. <laughs> just drinking a one on the regular. <laughs> no a one. All right, whatever sauce you got's fine by me. <laughs> I'm a big Trilux. sauce guy. <laughs> hey guys, you got any sauce at this table? <laughs> if you are what you eat, I guess you guys could call me sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You could call me that. You could call me sauce. <laughs> call me sauce, please. Somebody just call me sauce. Please. Fuck it. I'll change it myself. That's fine. It's my legal name. Now you have to call me that. <laughs> you are legally. <laughs> it probably wasn't even. That. No, he. it probably wasn't even his nickname until Matt called him, called him a mod. And he was like. <laughs> Name Sauce. <laughs> Got him. There it is. It's done. <laughs> Everybody will know me as Sauce moving forward. <sighs> nice job, good. Matt. You gave the dude a nickname. Awesome. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, who wants to go next? Defensive player of the week. I can do mine. So I was having a hard time with this, and it occurred to me that um even when he's not playing, Rashawn Gary is still the defensive player of the week because you can see how much worse we are without <laughs> him. Mm-hmm. His his absence is so noteworthy that he he actually still gets to be the defensive player of the week. Yeah. We um, need him. We need him. Mean, Kingsley's playing pretty solid in there, yeah. but it's a definite drop off. But they can oh, focus yeah. their best. Um, yeah. You know, they can double team Kenny Clark and Preston Smith, you know, like. So they're like, yeah, we'll leave, we'll leave the rookie open. So it's I guess getting him good reps, but yeah, now Preston Smith's been very quiet and mm-hmm. Kenny Clark has been very quiet, very quiet. And, because there's now a weak side. Um oh, we need Kenny to get sacks because there's uh the whole uh what's what is that, Todd, for the uh Kenny's sacks thing like that the that most ridiculous acronym. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even remember what I called it at this point. Right. <laughs> Uh, the, the Kenny Clark, the Clark family foundation dreams do come true. Sackathon, damn, it's catchy, uh, totally catchy. Yeah. yeah, it just rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, it rolls uh, right out of the bullhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I mean, he's only got two sacks so far this year, uh, so donations are slim at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I don't even remember how much I donated. Someone better, like, are you guys going to send out emails or something? Yeah, Dan. Or how much I pledged? Okay. Yeah, we'll put that on Dan. (laughs) That sounds like a Dan job. (laughs) I don't don't have access to that Google Doc. (laughs) You put the password on a spreadsheet and I don't know where the fuck it is. (laughs) Yeah, I I can totally relate to that. I was waiting for that one to hit your consciousness. Uh, I'll wrap this segment up here with my. Oh, you got more comments? I was just gonna say you just triggered like the hell out of me. Like that one week when we started all of our on brand off topic, you and Jimmy just like literally every hour it was like I can't get into the Twitter, I can't get into the Patreon, I can't get into the email. <laughs> It's like literally in that spreadsheet. You guys are like, where? I'm like, scroll up. It's like three messages up. <laughs> You're like, I don't there know. There was where, no what, spreadsheet. What sheet is it on? I'm like, the one that's labeled PW. That's where they all are. And you just were like, no. <laughs> it's like, I'll fucking do all the work. <laughs> I still don't believe that the spreadsheet exists. Uh, I deleted it, so it doesn't anymore. See? And that's why I don't have access to the passwords. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with That's how uh, I get Nick, stuck doing everything. <laughs> Nick Herbig is my defensive player of the week. Uh, Badgers edge rusher got ejected from the game against Nebraska for targeting on a sliding quarterback, which I, a lot of times 
the targeting calls in college are kind of bullshit. This one I will say was legit. Dude was obviously sliding, put a shoulder towards the head of the, the dude. Uh, but then, so in college, you don't have to go to the locker room when you get ejected for targeting. The next year, se- I think it was the next series, the Badgers scored a touchdown and they threw a flag because a player went onto the field without his helmet to celebrate. And it was Nick Herbig <laughs> who had already been ejected, got another 15 yard penalty for running out onto the field, which it wasn't out onto the, like he was two yards from the sideline celebrating with the guys, but uh, by rule that's, 15 yards and when they were calling the penalty the referee was like this is his first unsportsmanlike <laughs> going towards ejection i heard that and i was like i swear to god that was that one guy yeah, like, bro he's already been ejected but yeah give him sure <laughs> rack him up double ejection well it's yeah. better i probably should have used this in one of my offensive or defensive players of the week maybe offensive um did you hear that Purdue had an interception, a pick six taken off the board because he high stepped into the end zone what? and the ref, the ref took it off the board. Yeah. I was like, what you the gotta fuck? Have class. How legally do that? Like, is that allowed? Refs can just be like, we're not counting it for that. Like Roger Goodell jerked off watching that highlight so many times. <laughs> he just hired like, that guy look immediately. What, look what happens when you try to have fun in this league. <laughs> this is oh now the God. head of officiating for the NFL. Yeah, put new vibrators or batteries, new new vibrators in his batteries after that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you put your vibrators in the blowhole <laughs> for emissions. <laughs> emissions testing. <laughs> Involuntary emissions. <laughs> blowhole emissions testing. Yeah, but you know, we gotta clean up the planet. <laughs> Save the whales, y'all. <laughs> I gotta clean up the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm good. Sorry. All right, good, good. Um, I was concerned. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> concern was for Matt and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd make sure, because I figured that maybe they care, but... Let's move into our random shit segment. Um, this week it's Thanksgiving. Ooh. So exciting. Um, and we had an idea that we would. Um, Thank go you for through. saying we as if I had anything to do with this. <laughs> you know what? When I give you credit, when I say it's your idea, you're like, are you telling everybody it's my idea because you think it sucks? No, I, this, honestly, <laughs> I this is a we. really good idea. I'm thanking you for saying we had the idea. <laughs> Because I had nothing to do with yes. it, but yeah, this yeah. was this was a team effort. Well, just take the fucking credit. Um, fine. I had an idea, and I thought that we could go through NFL teams. I pulled up an, a random wheel of NFL teams, and we, whoever it lands on, we have to see. We have to say something that we are thankful for about that team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that, that organization, whatever it is, a player, whatever. So you see why Todd liked this. It's a great idea. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Let's no. spin the wheel. Big money, big money, no whammies. Stop. Um the commanders. 
I'm thankful to the commanders for making every other stadium look amazing because we don't have pipes opening up and dumping sewage on top of all the other fans. Thanks, commanders. I am thankful. That's a good one. I am thankful to the commanders for, as a Packers fan, for a team that doesn't have an owner, for showing me why I'm glad we don't have a fucking owner. Yes. Fuck you, Dan Snyder. I am thankful for the commanders uh, because they helped me learn geography when I was a kid, um, that they are not on the West Coast. There was two Washingtons. (laughs) So it was easy for me to kind of differentiate that once I figured out where they were at. Yeah. And how did the commanders do that? How did you feel? Did they teach you that they're in D.C.? (laughs) Did they say, hey, Todd? (laughs) No, I learned that they were in the NFC East. And I was like, well, that wouldn't make sense. Got it, got it. That's fair, that's fair. (laughs) I thought maybe you had a tutoring lesson with Dan Snyder. (laughs) Gross. Next, the Raiders. I would like, um, I'm thankful for Mark Davis for his haircut (laughs) because it gives me so much laughter. So thank you, sir. Please never change it. I'm thankful to the Raiders for showing us how important it is to have like a really good connection between a quarterback and a wide receiver (laughs) and what happens when it breaks apart, when you have to separate the people. Thanks, guys. Thanks for teaching us something. We're having so much fun over here learning things. Didn't really work out for either team. Yep. I'm thankful for the Raiders for taking all of the Bears draft picks for like a decade uh, <laughs> and, and, and doing nothing with any of them as well. Like it was a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um the Steelers. I am I thankful the Steelers, for the Steelers that for some reason they still let me believe that Bill Cowher is their coach. Every time I see Bill Cowher on TV, <laughs> I'm thankful for the Super Bowl, and that's it, it. And I'm glad that the the non-rapist quarterback won the Super Bowl in that matchup. That wasn't one that Brett Favre was in, right? So, um, I'm thankful to the Steelers for Mike Tomlin, who I do have a lot of respect for, despite the fact that I don't like the Steelers one bit. Seems like a really great guy, great coach. Good to see, you know, a uh, person of color as a successful longtime coach in the NFL. So mm-hmm. I'll give him that. Give him that win. The Bears. <laughs> I'm. No, oh, go ahead. I am thankful to the Bears for all of the joy that they've brought me over the years <laughs> by being terrible and letting the Packers embarrass them. I'm thankful to the Bears along those same lines because of the six years that I lived in Chicago was six really bad years for them. So I'd wear Packers gear around town. And because they were so bad, the the uh, <clears throat> Bears fans were never like rude to me because they couldn't mm-hmm. say shit because they weren't good at that point. I just had like friendly interactions. And to this day, I still have primarily friendly interactions with Bears fans. So thanks, Bears. Thanks for sucking. Yeah, I I will I will piggyback onto that. I grew up in Chicagoland um and spent 10 years in Chicago itself and um super grateful for being for you guys sucking for 30 plus years <laughs> because it has made living and growing up a Packers fan in the Chicago area um much less painful. So 
much more enjoyable. Thank you. All right, spin the wheel again. Um, we've got the Vikings. I'm thankful you're for all of your banners. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm thankful for for the Vikings. All right, so when I was in middle school. I was watching some uh, WWF, which is, of course, what it was known back then, because I'm just that old. And I realized pretty quickly that you you have to have the good guys and the bad guys to make it more interesting. It's just like two random dudes, like, you know, wrestling. It, it's You don't feel the same sort of like, you know, compulsion or the, the, the desire to see one guy win. You want to see the bad guy lose in most cases. And so the Vikings are wonderful because they give us that that bad guy team for us to, to root against, mm -hmm. to, to hate, to like, you know focus our, our our anger at um there are other teams like that too i think the cowboys have been that for a lot of people for a very long time you know mm -hmm. um the steelers have been that for me in the past as well and of course also the seahawks but man the vikings are the villains friggin hate that team thanks for being assholes vikings right and always being losers <laughs> that helps <laughs> that's yeah yeah no I'm, I'm thankful to them for always being losers wasting so much time they had some of the a couple of the greatest wide receivers ever, uh, mm -hmm. Chris Carter and Randy Moss. Yep. Uh, they had one of the best running backs of all time, even though he beats the shit out of kids in Adrian <laughs> Peterson. They've had great defenses over the years, and they have just continued to piss down their leg every opportunity. Uh, I thank you. It's been yeah. it's been a blast <laughs> been to watch. Yeah, they've continued to piss out of their blowholes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> spin it one more time. Um, the Panthers. I am grateful for the Cam Newton commercial with the little kid. I'm just loosening my arm, and without the Panthers, they wouldn't have gotten Newton, and we might not have gotten that commercial. So, and I really like that commercial. That's I'm all I have. They're so bored. They're <laughs> <laughs> so boring. I'm thankful for the fact that every time the Panthers are brought up, it reminds me of my favorite knock-knock joke. Can can I tell you the knock-knock joke? Yes. All right. Knock-knock. Who's there? Panther. Panther who? Panther, no pants. I'm going swimming. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Oh, this is the last time we're having Matt on the show. <laughs> Uh, I'm thankful to the Panthers for the 96 NFC championship game. I believe Uh super fucking cold game. It looked like I wasn't there, but the Packers <laughs> won and went to the Super Bowl. So thanks guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> what does having cold have to do with I just remember watching that game and it was it like if you was, weren't there, like it was a notable part about okay, when they played the 49ers in the in the divisional round, it was muddy as fuck. I wasn't there, but that was a big part of that game was the mud. It was incredibly cold. It was a part of the game. The ice bowl. I wasn't there, but it was fucking cold. <laughs> right, but it's called the fucking ice bowl. I'm just saying you could have just said the 96 champion NFC championship game. It's not like we're going to confuse it with another 90, 1996. Sorry, sorry for adding details. Sorry for painting a fucking picture to the list. <laughs> but it was just funny. You're like, it was cold. I wasn't there, but I assume it was. <laughs> it's just so random. In the fucking detail. wheel. <laughs> well, it's definitely a testament to how hard we had to like dig to find something to be thankful for the Panthers for. 
for that cold game. Um, you wouldn't know. You weren't there. <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> um, the Jaguars. I am thankful to Jackson Deville, the best mascot in sports. Um, he's basically like a Florida man mascot, and I'm so grateful for him. Thanks I think for, uh, for me, it's just two words. <clears throat> Blake Bortles. <laughs> the thanks, boat. Thanks, thanks for giving us the boat. Exactly. Thank yeah. you for, for all that that has given us. And even, you know, Packers legend, Blake Bortles. So uh, I'm thankful that they were the organization that hired Urban Meyer, <laughs> ensuring that he would not have success in the NFL. And we wouldn't have to see that either drag on for more than a season or most likely happen again. Uh, I, I think that went poorly enough that he he will not work in the NFL again. I hope not. That is a really that is a that is a good one. Uh the Chiefs. Uh I am thankful to the Chiefs for the Snickers commercial from back in the day <laughs> <laughs> when they were painting the end zone and they left out the eye. Oh Snortsky. Oh and it just said chefs <laughs> because whenever I'm talking about the chiefs or somebody else's, my brain internally, I just go chefs. <laughs> so shout out to them for that. Um, I'm really struggling with this one. I mean, entertaining games, homes, fun to watch. Fun to yeah. Um, I'm grateful <laughs> for Mahomes for having such an annoying family that it's now distracted everybody from Roger's family drama. <laughs> so now the most annoying toxic family is not Aaron Rodgers and his family. It is Mahomes and his annoying wife and his shitty brother. <laughs> so thanks. Thanks Chiefs. Thanks for yeah, that. We don't have to hear that anymore. Well, we still do, but not as much. Um, um the next one um the patriots in a way 31 yeah so uh in in a way what what about was there anything about that game i what was the weather like well it was in a dome dumbass Uh, and the Packers won. It's <laughs> good. I yep. just wasn't sure which Super Bowl 31 you were talking about. I just <laughs> wanted some more details. Are you <laughs> done? Your face. Are you done? <laughs> yes, I'm done. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm thankful for <laughs> the Patriots. I'll try this again. In a way, the Patriots drew me back into like getting really um, like interested in football because when I was living in <clears throat> in Connecticut, my uh, my good friend was a huge Patriots fan, and so he'd always have uh, football on at his house on the weekends. We often hung out, and so um, at that point, kind of before uh, before living there, um, I was like, it would be like following the Packers, kind of the background. I watch like highlight stuff, but I wouldn't wouldn't usually watch the games. But like seeing like people who um, you know, we're like sitting down and like enjoying a game. I was like, man, this is fun. I want to do this more. And so that kind of drew me back into it. So yeah, I'll thank the Patriots for that. Solid. 
Um, I'm going to thank them. I'm thankful for Bill Belichick's dog that gave me my favorite <laughs> NFL draft moment of all time okay. of his dog sitting there in front of the computer um, with no one else around making it look like he was making those picks. So that was delightful. Mm-hmm. And I think about it often. <sighs> Next one. Todd, are you mad at me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm convinced. <laughs> the Texans. I'm thankful to the Texans for giving Amari Rogers a second chance, <laughs> letting him come in, have an opportunity to flourish, have the career he deserves, uh, and just really put his best foot forward. Uh, I I hope they don't make him return a punt because clearly catching a punt just is the one thing that holds that guy back uh, from being able to just – hold on to the football in general. <laughs> um, so I'm just, I'm eternally grateful and, and so thankful to them for giving him uh, another opportunity. Cause he's just a fantastic person that absolutely deserves every shot in the world. Uh, more, more opportunities to fumble than the Packers ever gave him. Uh, so I'm glad, glad he's going to get to go there and, and do that. Thanks. You are Thank not you allowed to speak at my funeral. <laughs> You'll be dead. I'll be carving shit on your headstone. I'll do what I want. Okay. While you're giving a speech. <laughs> um, Does I this am... whale's blowhole look too big to you guys or not? <laughs> How many raccoons do you think you could fit down this <laughs> this <laughs> I'm thankful they kept paying Randall Cobb to do something in the league so he'd stick around. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's back in Green Bay. So I think that might not have happened if he hadn't been picked up by somebody. Um, I'm thankful they hired Lovey Smith. I do really like Lovey Smith. I always have. He's always been seems like a good human being. Um, he well, also... was their first choice too. <laughs> there was totally they totally weren't trying to go with josh mccallum um but i'm um he he's he's a really really good dude and and he's answered some really great questions about being a black coach in the nfl and how he wants to be looked at as a role model and how he think he feels it's important um for young black men and young black people in general not just men women too to see um people of color in coaching positions and he doesn't Mm -hmm. take it for granted so it's like just really awesome that he um values that so yeah thanks thanks texans for i know it wasn't what you wanted to do but it was the right decision (laughs) i promise (laughs) i had no idea the texans gave us so much this is wonderful (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um the packers (laughs) should be good right now I'm legitimately thankful for the Packers. I'm going to just rise above the, the the snark and the cynicism of where we're at because you know what? Because of the Packers, last weekend I was in Green Bay and hanging out with Todd and hanging out with Aaron in person. Got to meet some other amazing people. Have met a lot of great people because of the Packers. Um, I realized that now that they're not doing as well, I'm sleeping better because I don't have the anxiety of like if they're going to do good. It's like, oh, I don't have to worry about it now. It's cool. Right. So um, – no, I mean, you know, for real. Freaking love the Packers. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it like for real on this. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to piggyback off of that. The the Twitter community, the podcasting community that I've mm-hmm. been able to create, the friends, um, the memories, for sure. I'm thankful to the Packers for shaving several years off of my life. <laughs> But they're yay, <laughs> they're the years like at the end, so it doesn't like mm-hmm. I don't mm. really need to be here for those anyways. Um, the years of incontinence, shave them right off. Is that what your forties are? Yeah, then <laughs> that's it. I have found that to be the case. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So shout out to them for that. I it's I feel like my existence is just going to drag on a little bit too long anyways. Already kind of has so. <laughs> Uh, I, I appreciate them doing some damage to to shorten things up. Get me out of here a little bit quicker. Um, I don't want to keep going, so I'm just going to pick a couple um, that are left because we still got a lot left. <laughs> um, the Bucks. I'm thankful to them for ha- putting a pirate ship in a stadium because that's just like too fucking. You get football right. and you get a pirate ship. I. Two great tastes that taste great together. You guys nailed it. I am grateful that they are doing poorly this year as well. um, Because it... it, Are you grateful or are you thankful? Thankful. Okay. Fucking hate you. (laughs) It's not great giving. I'm with this episode, so I don't have to talk to Todd again for another week. (laughs) But I'm thankful. Matt, would you give me a point for that? Great. I would have actually. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. If, am, if you're not in an episode with like happy greats giving everybody, that'd be an actual yeah. point. <laughs> That's going to be the title of the episode. <laughs> um, I'm thankful that they're doing poorly. So the Packers aren't just like the sore thumb, like sticking out like that. They're like not hitting expectations that the Bucks actually also aren't very good. So yeah. Yeah, it helps that like the Bucks, the Rams, the Broncos, like there's some other the Raiders, teams, yeah, teams that were, that were supposed to be, be good. Yeah, yeah. It, if it, it were just the so Packers being shitty, it'd be it'd be fucking hard. Right. It'd be so hard. Right. Yeah, much better. Um, thing, never mind. We already did the load we said. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, again, going back to when I was at Lambo last last week, uh, that was the first time there. And for them to show up and uh, snap our five game losing streak, provide a very exciting moment of a victory there. You know, in my first game at Lambo, man, I hate the Cowboys and I'm grateful as hell to them for that. Thank you. Thank you, Mike McCarthy. Thank you, the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm thankful for them like being like the Packers out of division punching bag mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. last 10 years. It really it, it's been a rivalry but also not really. Like it's it they've been they've just been matched up a lot for two teams outside of the division. Um but most of the time the Packers have won, so it's just it's been nice. So you know, I was, I was on my way home and stopped at the Mars Cheese Castle, like you do, and uh, there was a couple of Cowboys fans there, and I was just being polite. I was like, you know, hey, uh, your team put up a fight. It was, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. The guy said, no, no, I knew we were going to lose before the game started, and I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, we always 
lose to Aaron Rodgers. And to, to get that perspective mm-hmm. of that sense of like he he owns us from from somebody from that fan base was enlightening. I thought it was very fascinating. Yeah. I am thankful to the Cowboys for absolutely nothing. Uh, <laughs> I there is not a team. I don't think there's a person, an entity. There's nothing in this world that I have hated longer than I have hated the Dallas Cowboys going back to when they beat us. I believe it was in 94 and 95 in the playoffs. It made me cry. They made a little kid cry like fuck those guys. Uh, Ever since then, I have hated them with every fiber of my being. Sure. I might hate some teams more, but I haven't hated any teams longer. And I'm not going to say a nice thing about them. Not even sarcastically. <laughs> I'm I'm thankful for nothing about the Cowboys. They're a villain team. Yeah. To a lot of people, not just us. Mm-hmm. Um, the Seahawks. I'm thankful I'm... to the Seahawks for showing us how much Russell Wilson sucks. Because <laughs> I hate that guy. How yeah. how good they're doing without him, and and the way how they fleeced the uh, the Broncos for all those picks and everything, the way they've like had this amazing rebuilding season that they they never expected to have, just just all of that to make Russell Wilson look that much worse. Man, I love that. See, I I love it, but I've said this before. I do not think Russell Wilson is done. I still think something could click, and maybe it's just. I don't trust anything with Russell Wilson. Like it just seems too good to be true with how that man has tortured the Packers a couple of mm-hmm. times in really horrible moments. Um, so maybe it's just might be that I just am like, I don't think he's dead yet. He won't mm-hmm. like, he, I won't be afraid of him. I don't think until he like leaves the, it is out of the league, but I, I don't think he's done, but he's looking done, but he I mean, might I, not I, I get that. If, if he were actually limited, we, we would know, but as it turns right. out. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I can't think of anything. Todd, do you, do you get, get anything? Uh, I'm thankful to the Seahawks for having cool uniforms. Uh, dark blue is one of my favorite colors. Uh, that with that lime green, it pops. Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. That's Nailed pretty it. solid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm thankful to Marshawn Lynch. Love him. Um, so I'm glad they, they, I guess, made him famous in the NFL. He probably would have been if he was on another team, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful for Marshall Lynch. <laughs> That's as close <laughs> as I can get. Um, two more, the lions. I am thankful to the lions for just always unapologetically being themselves and mm-hmm which is terrible. Uh, I just <laughs> going back to kind of what I said about the, the Vikings, they had arguably the best running back to ever play the game on their team. They did nothing. They had uh, one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game on their team. They did nothing. They had a really good fucking quarterback that nobody thought was any good until he left and won a Super Bowl immediately after leaving um, like the only thing they did with those other two guys was made them retire early. 
having them in the division has been such a godsend all these years because it's been like <laughs> no matter how bad we are we're not the lions yeah uh, so that that's nice i'm i'm thankful to them for just being themselves yeah i'm thankful for them for being like the little brother all the time that can yeah. never be the older siblings that they're just like whatever you know you let them win every once in a while but it it's it's always it's never serious i'm thankful that they kept jamal williams in the league because who doesn't love that guy yeah uh and yeah. and for him i didn't think initially it was going to be a good fit when he went there uh there was actually some rumors last season that he was trying to get out of there um and so it's good to see that you know he he stuck around but is getting his shot mm-hmm. and is making the most of it cuz i i think we all saw it when he was here uh and by here i don't mean in my closet um <laughs> in when he was in green bay no judging like he he was a good running back and it was a legitimate i don't i don't think if they would have let jones go and kept williams people would have been super mm-hmm. upset about it i mean i think aaron jones is a better running back but I don't think it's that far off and Jamal's showing uh, you know, why why people feel that way about him. Yeah. Right. He's a good human. And last but not least, certainly not least, the Browns. I am thankful for them being right now by far the most hated team on my fucking radar right now. Mm -hmm. There's no team that I hate more. And that's saying the Vikings, the Vikings haven't done this type of shit. Like they paid a rape, like a serial sexual abuser, $250 million guaranteed. Um, Fuck you. Fuck the league for how they've handled it. Whatever. They are number one on my list. So thank you for being my punching bag this season. I already played the, you know, the villain card for certain teams, but they they are, yeah, they're the primary villain this year. They're not league. a fun villain. No, they're not. That's true. Aaron, are you excited that you only have uh, one more game, one more week of games until you get to see Deshaun Watson taking snaps in the NFL again? I will never watch a Browns game. What about a Texans game if they're playing the Browns? No. Oh. That electric offense, Amari Rogers getting a second opportunity, <laughs> and you're just not even going to tune in. You're damn, you're goddamn right. Uh, I, you know what I need? I need someone to like green screen them out of it live, so I just see the Texans running their offense. <laughs> I don't see any other Browns players on the field running their offense against Aaron getting <laughs> negative five yards. <laughs> Amari fumbling and losing the ball to nobody. Well, that's not that's not fair to say about him. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Give him a chance for twelve. Um. Yeah, it's it's hard. I think one thing I'm I'm thankful uh, to the Browns for is I work with a lot of Cleveland Browns fans and having been a Packer fan very spoiled uh, throughout my life as a Packer fan, seeing lots of success, always in contention. It seems like, I mean, there's been a a rough spot here or there, uh, but for the most part, I mean, it's been a pretty great three decades to be a Packer fan. Uh, 
to get to work closely with Cleveland fans and adopt them as my second team and watch them just continue to break hearts, regardless of how good you think they might be has given me a whole new perspective on, on the game. Uh, <laughs> it's, it was a couple of years ago and I was like trying to tell one of my, I, th- I think you guys might be good this year. Like it's, it's Same. a good squad you got. There. And he just looked at me and he was like, you kidding me where the fucking Browns is going to be terrible. <laughs> and then like, they started the season, like the first like five, six weeks, they were decent. And I was like, well, you guys might be in. He was like, no, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> and then of course they ended the season, like, just awful and they like, didn't oh, win another game I, yeah I get, I get it i see what you're talking about there yeah it is. they're they used to be the lovable losers and now they're not even that anymore yep. because yep. i can't mm-hmm. love them so now i just want them to burn to the fucking ground and i want their owners to get a lead pipe shoved into their blowholes <laughs> <laughs> right in the old blowhole <laughs> rusty lead pipe right in the old blowhole or a jump rope <clears throat> <laughs> did you guys know anything about those plastic ones i don't know if you ever heard of any of those todd <laughs> uh all right and let's end with serotonin of the week so we did mention this and it is kind of sad um not kind of it is incredibly sad and tragic what happened in colorado springs mm. um five people were killed at a gay nightclub and <laughs> Aaron, this isn't serotonin. What are you doing? I'm, I know, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I it's like serotonin that... of the week, you guys. A <laughs> gay club in Colorado Springs got shot up. Like, whoa, hey, people died. Hey, right. You know, but get your ass to cutter right now, Aaron. The rest of your people. What is, there. what is something good was, um, I want to highlight a hero from that night. Um, there was a combat veteran named Richard Fierro who was at Club Q with his wife, daughter, and friends when the gunman opened fire. Um, And he told the New York Times that when the shooting began, he went into combat mode. He said, I, he thought, I just know I have to kill this guy before he kills us. He took the shooter's handgun and beat him over the head with it after tackling him to the ground. Other patrons helped subdue the gunman. And according to Fierro, a drag performer stomped on him with her high heels. Oof. Yeah, that is serotonin. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want, I want that image. That is iconic. Um, and police have thanked the brave patrons who saved um, the lives in that deadly mass shooting. So, way to go, Richard Fierro and whatever drag performer stomped on the shooter. Um, because it was very sad, but there's a little serotonin boost from that. So, yeah. Oh, well done. I really, I was really worried. I did not know where you're going. With that. <laughs> Yeah. We're just ending on depression. <laughs> well executed. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, that does it for us this week. Thank you for filling in, Matt. Maybe Jimmy will be back next week. Who the fuck knows? Uh, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> it'll be another uh, gathering at the gym for somebody else that doesn't have yeah, hepatitis or something. I don't even know. Made up grandma's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of him like just going to a random gym and just like holding a vigil but just a fake <laughs> vigil because he's like i just really want to get out of on brandon off topic <laughs> so he's just like going and sitting in a circle <laughs> have i ever told you about the time i got stood up because someone's grandma died let me guess you didn't take it seriously <laughs> no i did i did i was very thoughtful and caring and you know offered her my sympathy and you know whatever else she needed through that tough time 
and then a couple months later, uh, while we, cause that was our first date that she stood me up for. And so we, we did end up meeting and dated for a few months. Uh, and a couple months later, we were having dinner at her house and she had invited some of her family over and her grandma sat next to me for dinner. And, uh, it was an awkward conversation that we had afterwards when I was like, so your dead grandma is here, huh? And it wasn't like that court case where they just like had her there in, (laughs) you're going to sue her. her. Yeah. No. Uh, Um, and you you would think that that would usually have, multiple grandparents mm, 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 mm. no not in this case uh th- this was this was the <laughs> the grandma that had been discussed ah, ah. Uh, you would think that that'd be a good time to be like you know this is a pretty big red flag we're gonna break up um <laughs> and you probably were turned on <laughs> i don't know that i was turned on but i we definitely didn't break up for, for that reason um so yeah but no that's now i'm just always like anytime somebody tells me that their grandma died or a friend's grandma died, i'm like uh-huh sure you know i feel like every week i'm tell show... her i'll be over for dinner in a month <laughs> we'll make mashed potatoes extra creamy and, ta- that... and then i'm gonna take her to court <laughs> ever, ever put on that little thing i like <laughs> the gravy boat <laughs> perverts oh god sorry my blowhole must have um, (laughs) erupted um i i just feel like every week you tell me a story and i'm just like that explains so much (laughs) about who you are (laughs) like oh so that's why you're fucking weird or you're toxic or you're gaslighting me every chance you get the pieces of god really what have i done that's toxic we don't have time don't answer that that. (laughs) not while we're recording it's an intervention (laughs) um uh well matt where can the folks find you yeah, well, I have a podcast. On that with, note. With I was just going to say, yeah, can we end this shit now? <laughs> Matt, tell the people where, where you're at. Donna Kisto and I. Hey, we like your pod. We do. Uh, we go live on Thursday nights at halftime during the Thursday night football. And then the audio posts to all the podca- podcast platforms on Saturdays. Uh, it's a good time. Good chance to hear some recommendations for some Packers content from the week. Some positive vibes. Um, it's It's G-rated which is always a surprisingly large struggle for Don and I because we both are people who swear a lot, but mm-hmm. not on that podcast. And otherwise, uh, Matt Trombone with three T's in the middle on Twitter. A uh, lot of just uh, positivity and appreciation there. A lot of um, hanging in people's comment sections and uh, clipping Sam saying weird stuff, basically. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had um, a last call rainbow in a bit. I was sick last week. So, and there won't be one this week because of Thanksgiving. So, because of pool parties, I know. Fucking Monty, <laughs> Todd, you follow me at the Todd V. Uh, the DMs are open, you and you can, can follow me. me. Sorry, you can you catch done. me on Lombardi's Bar every <laughs> Wednesday at seven central with Dan Kotnick and Jimmy Christensen. 
Maybe if, <laughs> if not this week, though, not this week, <laughs> not this week. Yep. There's yep. there's something else going on. Yep. This Can is, I just uh, take a second to say date. for for the for the listeners, if you're not watching Lombardi's Bar live and hanging out in the chat section, there you're missing out. That is one of the best things uh, every week. That's a good time. Yeah. It bummed me out. Was it last week when Dan or two weeks ago now when Dan wasn't there and I had to yeah. run the show and host the show and was getting absolutely no help on anything from Jimmy. Um, (laughs) And like, I couldn't, I like just not being able to be in the chat and like following along with, and half the time you can't follow along what's going on in there uh, while trying to do the show as well. There's like 50 different conversations going on. The snippets that you pick up and can (laughs) kind of keep track of, which honestly makes throwing them up there, uh, on the screen so much better because a lot of them are just completely out of context. You're like, <laughs> I don't know what this is, but it looks funny. So we'll throw that in there. <laughs> Something about blowholes, you know. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at. Okay, H- I guess I'm done. Uh, <laughs> you fucking stop talking. <laughs> finish, finish, Todd. Do you know how to finish? <laughs> yeah, I'll let got him. <laughs> I'm a giver. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter. Are you done, by the way? No, wrap it up. You can find me on Twitter. You yours. At H E R O O I N E. You can also find O's? me. <laughs> and you can also find me on Last Call Lambo. Um, not this week, but next friday and game on wisconsin and you can also find me every other week on watching stuff and potentially every week there might be a little something something in the works mm-hmm. so um just keep an eye on on my twitter for that so um thanks for joining us matt and jay yeah, in, in the me. background how you doing thumbs up Woo! all right yeah he's still there <laughs> <laughs> um and we will see you next week jimmy may or may not be here Bye. Bye. Later.